0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast is with my good friend Ross from Ross Talks. We kind of just had an all-around general conversation about current events, self-accountability, race issues, um, elite secret societies, so on and so forth. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did making it. Smash that like button, leave me a good comment, and uh, enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today, I am joined by my buddy Ross from Ross Talks.
1: What's up? Back again
0: yeah he's back again, and we're just we're gonna do a random podcast on current events and just random shit I guess shit we're gonna talk and uh see where the conversation goes so Ross how you doing today
1: you know another day in paradise
0: another day another dollar another
1: day another dollar got fired recently so not not really the dollar and so but you got fired they cut me yeah they cut me free. They got me free. Wow. So yeah. Uh yeah. So sunny day. I'm I'm chilling. Right. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to uh I'm ready to learn something today, also. Wow. They they fired you, huh? They let me go, man. Oh, they said they accept my resignation.
0: But are you able to get unemployment?
1: Uh I'm currently working with an attorney to figure out how to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if I okay. can milk this freaking globalist elite propaganda government for all it's worth. I'll take that cash. Yeah, well I'll take that money. I'll take that extra six hundred a week.
0: Yeah, well it sounds like you're very I'll triple
1: my income.
0: Yeah. It sounds like you're very deserving of that money based <laughs> off the uh, stories you told the me about this. You could only shit.
1: know. But I would definitely get suicided if, I, if, if we went public right now with this, for sure. Yes. Too big. Yes.
0: So what's really funny is when I first met Ross, him and his lady and two of their friends visiting from Texas came into my shop to get tattoos. Their friends were from out of town. And so they wanted to celebrate by his wife and, and uh, you know his friend's wife wanted to get tattooed. And so as Ross w- was getting ready to leave, he's like, yeah, I want to talk to you about getting tattooed in the future, this and that, this and that. And and then what did you ask me? You asked me something about, was it, oh, you, you s- drew this Joe Rogan? Oh, yes. do you listen to Joe Rogan? And I said, no, uh, I used to really be a diehard Joe Rogan I mean, I listened to Rogan this morning. I listened to him in the, the Tony Hawk episode, which I thought was really awesome because I grew up skateboarding. Um, but Eddie Bravo actually kind of drugged me over to Tinfoil Hat. So, you know, just listening to Eddie on Joe Rogan's, and Tinfoil Hat is more my pace. So I was like, oh no, I listened to Tinfoil Hat. And Ross was like, you listen to Tim had yeah, well, oh, a little bit, too. Oh,
1: I know what that is. Yeah. That's what I said. I, was, I go, and, I know what that is. And
0: then he's like, oh, are you into conspiracies? And I was like, F- for the last two decades, I have been. And he's like, oh, we should talk. Yeah, I my I, a- my
1: the light bulb above my head. I've been looking for somebody who can teach me the ways. Yeah, And I, and if for a long time, I've been – and if you've listened to him, the last time I was on, you know I had like very deep religious roots. That That – As strange as it is, has made me super skeptical about people in power. And uh, for a long time now, maybe the last two or three years, I think when the election season, really, this last election, 2016, was going on, I was like, there's some really – something is not right here.
0: Well, think about people in positions of of power in general. Like, if you're seeking to be in power, it's because you want to get away with something.
1: Boom. It's, but it's not
0: because you're just a great leader because most leaders, they're not bosses. They're leaders. The leaders will jump into the trenches with you and, right. and work alongside you and show you how to work more efficiently. Uh, bosses just tell you what the fuck to do and then lo and behold, you find out they're laundering money and all kinds of other uh. bullshit because they want to abuse their power. They have a power complex. So what I was going to say about when we first met and you were like, oh yeah, I want to get into that. And and then I found out you, you had a podcast. So I went on your podcast uh, a a couple of times and we started talking about conspiracies. Um, and then lo and behold, uh, Ross winds up in the middle of a fucking (laughs) dark, dark fucking conspiracy uh, of, uh, with companies that I know a little bit about because I grew up in specific areas which is the craziest work. part of it. The, Let's not talk about the companies but Yeah, we'll keep that
1: we'll keep it vague and we'll, we'll get to the other stuff so I don't get suicidal. There's but,
0: lawsuits against the companies yes. that uh in my the area that I grew up. Jeremy
1: in. gave me like a different set of glasses to wear while looking at this major corporation and I was able to I was able to see some Ties who actually owns this company, for what they were, which is war profiteers, and it just, I mean, it got it got dark. It still is dark.
0: It's freaking. It's yeah. on my back door right now. Well, I'm so. hoping that someday we can fucking just drop drop so, all this oh, on on the both of come. our podcasts.
1: The day will, will come. The day will come for sure. But how? how weird that <laughs> I get. I'm trapped in this weird power game with major corporations that Multi everybody knows. billion dollar corporations and, and I just met Jeremy and learned about some of these corporations for the first time by after talking to you that's freaking crazy dude yeah that's crazy
0: well you know i mean I, it's so funny because uh you know i've been i've been uh, in a conspiracy since uh, 9/11. I mean, I've never really trusted uh, power structures because I know the psychology behind all that. But once 9/11 happened, I knew instantly bullshit, this is an inside job. These motherfuckers were just on the news a couple days ago talking about how they lost trillions of dollars. Nobody, the IRS will come fucking punk your ass for 10 grand, but these guys lost fucking trillions this just doesn't make sense. Uh, we're, now we're going to go invade a, a middle eastern country that has oil, oil in it and the in the, the and the and the bushes or oil families and and it just it just didn't make sense from the gate. Like how the fuck do does everything, you know, steel beams melt and fucking buildings crumble, but they found passports in the rubble. It just so much shit just didn't add up <laughs> instantly the day of and I remember yelling and Arguing with my family members in the li- in the living room, like about this is an inside job. And they just, oh my God, Jeremy, you're so th-. you know they were arguing. With you're like me a about communist it. in their eyes. It's like you hate America, yeah, exactly. You're not a patriot. And but really, it's the polar opposite. As as I love yeah. America, and I just you know I just kind of saw something from the inside out, trying to destroy everything and. And utilizing the citizens and their children to go to war and, and taxing us for bullshit and just totally using the fuck out of us. And that sent me on a long ass journey to where we can fast forward to fucking Jeffrey Epstein. And it was just so crazy. Like all these family members and acquaintances and friends and clients just start sending me all these videos and asking me all these questions. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I saw this video three or four years ago. Yeah, I've seen this video. I, 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 and I was like, I was like, don't you remember arguing with me at the dinner table over Thanksgiving seven years ago about satanic pedophiles and how crazy? You know, you were telling me I was crazy, and, <laughs> and now it's like this shit's coming out, and people are still arguing with me online about what's, you know, this and what's that, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, anything that comes out of mainstream, anything is a. Off- fucking lie if they tell me the sky is blue i'm gonna look into it because i don't fucking believe fuck all they tell me don't trust them at all and every time they say something we find out it's a fucking lie or there's a bunch of fucking secret societies or occult symbology behind it or there's some other narrative getting pushed off the collective ignorance of society so i don't trust shit now
1: yeah, it was the nail, the Epstein thing for me was the nail in the coffin of I've completely lost any kind of like naivety or 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 a, what's the word optimistic eye for people at the highest ranks of government. Well, we it, can it have was like, dude, dude, everyone is tied to everyone. everyone is yeah. tied to this celebrities. Guy. Everyone is tied to uh, this guy. This guy, the FBI is tied to yes. this guy.
0: Yes. The, uh, Bill Gates, the Clinton Foundation, Dr. Fauci. Hillary Clinton.
1: Hillary Clinton. All these hey, fucking celebrities. Hillary Clinton deserves an award for being the best wife ever because her husband has publicly been known now to be having sex with underage girls and she's sticking with him. Yeah. That's, I, that's a woman of the year. That's wife of the year yeah. right there. She's amazing.
0: The fuck? She's amazing. And and then and then you got Uma Abedin, like one of her like secretaries or assistants or something, whose husband Anthony Weiner got popped for fucking uh, having rape fantasies with a, with a minor over the phone. They popped his ass. They took his laptop. They're going through that now. And then Uba Abedin sticks by fucking uh, Jeffrey Weiner. So you got Hillary Clinton and Uma, Uma and Abedin who work together that are are close friends. Well, what the fuck does that tell you? Oh, they that didn't Hillary know. Clinton, they didn't know. Oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton and Uma Abedin, Jeffrey Weiner, and Bill Clinton are having pedophile orgy parties together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pe- I've said it before. Gangbangers hang out with gangbangers. Skateboarders hang out with skateboarders. And pedophiles hang out with pedophiles. That's it, because who else is going to accept a pedophile? Have you seen the darkness in
1: Alan Dershowitz's eyes? The Al- lawyer, he's the Harvard oh, lawyer. Oh, yeah. That Dude, when you're scammer. looking at him talk, you're looking at him talk in interviews. And Back you to can,
0: somebody that's abusing power to, again.
1: You can see. You can see it in his face, just the, the darkness. The, the dude's evil. He, how can He takes clients who are like... Accused of some atrocious shit, a in, in, uh, Jeffrey Epstein kind of mounting that summit, but he he's like, and then you have this lady Virginia Roberts who's coming forward saying Alan, I was trafficked to Alan Dershowitz, I was trafficked to Prince Andrew, pictures with both of them.
0: Yeah, I believe her.
1: Pictures with both of them, and she's just this big joke. The ABC drop that Project Veritas released. Oh yes, dude that is everything this lady just like we had a totally yep. we had everything Pro- project had veritas
0: guy. is like yeah. on the forefront i dropping all kinds of shit all the time so what you were saying like about alan dershowitz and, and like you know oh he's a lawyer well it's his job this and that yeah you know it's it's also um a police officer's job when fucking governors tell him to go into people's houses uh, with a piece of paper and extract them to, to force them to go get fucking tested or, or any other number of of bullshit fucking inhumane laws that they're for, forced to uh, to push on people. It's, it's my job. It's, da, 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 da. it's like, yeah, you can make up excuses all the fuck you want about your job. It doesn't make your job right, number one. And, and number two, it doesn't exempt you from being a piece of shit. Okay, so basically you're saying, oh, I'll do anything for money. I'll do anything for money, and, and 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 what are they? What's their excuse? Well, my family, this and that. So you'll come in and fuck me and my family up for your family. Well, well, you're a piece of shit. Maybe you shouldn't have had a family. Cause my my guess is, you know, if you're this big of a piece of shit, how big of a piece of shit are your children going to be? You're making up excuses to be a piece of shit. What the fuck are you teaching your children? And, and people just aren't. They're just not about critical thinking these days, and it's it's not even it's that that's a big one. The other thing is people
1: have no like commitment to to virtue, no, to like doing what's they have a right commitment to virtue signaling. That's yeah, that's those true. are narcissists. The freaking it's and there's no commitment. To, that's why I quit. You or I didn't quit. That's why I took a stand against my employer, and they let me go. Um, I'd said that they accept my resignation that was an inside joke because I clearly stated I'm not resigning and they s- Responded with we accept your resignation by so yeah, but they
0: did that multiple times, right? Yeah
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah They did that multiple times but they officially cut me from the from the payroll but uh the 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 whole it's my job thing doesn't cut it like at some point you've got to do the right thing And in alan dershowitz's case, it would be hey, man, you're a scumbag yeah. Not going to represent you.
0: I mean, I mean, even like, like, look at, look, I think his name's Greg Anderson, the fucking Seattle cop. Wasn't that his name? Greg Anderson or Gary Anderson or something like that. I don't he, he, he like, so he goes on and he's, you know, he tells people, you know, he's like, and this was during the COVID thing. he was like, you know, I see a lot of cops out there abusing their power and pushing these bullshit laws. Um, on on citizens that they don't have to do, we took a constitutional oath to protect this country oh, against enemies. I know you're domestics. talking about. He was
1: in North Carolina somewhere.
0: No, 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 no. That, that's another one. The, this guy oh. was in Seattle. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay, go, he's in... on my Instagram. I think his name's Greg Anderson or okay. something. But he also owns a jujitsu ju- school as well. Oh, but wow. he's working for the police department. And he said, you know, a lot of you cops are doing this, this bullshit. And, and what, what, what it's doing is it's going to make you lose credibility with civilians and and, and and you know people in the public, they're they're not going to trust you or, or look at you the same, and and that's a big deal because your families, our families, are 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 uh, you know in the public. And he was in a in a in a squad car. I'm paraphrasing a lot of this, but he said, you know, a lot of you guys are are acting like you're, you're these real big badasses or something like like you're you're acting like you're you're ready for combat or something. And he's like, and I've been in combat. You know, I did multiple tours. And you guys aren't the type of people that make it through combat, and you guys aren't even the type of people that have ever seen combat. And you guys are abusing your power, and it's making us look bad. And I'm not going to do this shit if it's unconstitutional and it violates the Constitution. As an officer of the law, I'm sticking to my oath, and I'm not going to do it. So, what happens is this, this video goes viral, and I think within like 24 hours, his his you know his sergeant or the chief of the the police contact him and they're like hey man we really like what you said way to go this and that we support you we agree with you this and that and he's like all right thanks awesome and then i think within like another 24 hours it was like at like over a million followers and then they they contact him again and they're like hey man uh yeah man don't you think this has gone long enough you know you you got to you got to you got to delete that video from from social media we're getting you know pressure from 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 the higher ups now and he's like He's like, no, I meant everything that I said in that. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to keep that up. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I, I told people you got to stand for what you believe in, in that video. And, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Good. And, and he's like, well, you know, we're just delivering a message, this and that. And he's like, well, you know, I accept your message, but I'm not going to delete it. And he's like, okay, cool. They call him back. I think he said like four hours later. And they said, um, they said, yeah, fricking, uh, you know, you, you got to take that video down now, or we're not gonna be able to, you know, protect you from what's coming. And he's like, "Well, I'm, I I told you before, I'm not gonna take that video down. So do whatever you guys got to do." And so they let him go, and wow. um, and then another officer did the same type of video that he did, and then he got fired too. Um, but again, you know, this this is a guy right there that's showing you that, you know, I'm not gonna just do anything for a fucking paycheck, dude. You know what I mean? In our culture, they, they they've raised money so high and praised it so high that you know it's like we've raised a fucking army of narcissists, dude. The, you know, back to like the virtue signaling. Most of these people aren't virtue signaling because they actually believe in the shit that that, that they're they're speaking. It's they're doing it because they want more followers and they want to fit in with their tribe and they want to look like they really care. The fact is, is I would bet. 60 to 70% of these virtue signals are fucking narcissists, dude. And they don't give a fuck about anybody. What they care about is looking cool, you know? It's like when when this whole feminist movement came out a few years back, it's like, you know, I saw it for what it was because I knew a lot of these chicks that were fucking claiming to be feminists. I I had been hooking up with them or I had hooked up with them or they were my ex-girlfriends and a lot of these chicks were fucking cheaters, and they cheated on most of their boyfriends, and they were trying to act like they were being abused by men. It's like, bitch, you grew up in an upper-middle-class family or a wealthy family. Your mom punked your dad out in front of you your whole fucking life. You've cheated on every one of your ex-boyfriends, and you're a little slut. And now you're trying to act like you're some proud female that's fighting for for, for feminist values and and, and, and women's issues it's like you are like a man oppressor to the max and you what, what it is with you is you feel like men owe you something because that's what you watched your whole fucking life and i'm not going to keep my mouth shut about this and a lot of my ex-girlfriends don't talk to me anymore and that's okay because you know whatever i'm there's a little fucking punks anyways you know i'm not gonna be a dick you know but like
1: yeah, there's a lot of grandstanding going on.
0: Yeah, man, it's not like these chicks. You things. know, I nobody will. I'll support first wave feminism more than anybody, man. I, I feel like women that were that are truly getting oppressed by men, and women that want to do whatever the fuck they want to do as a woman. Uh, by all means, man, I got your back, dude. I ain't going to stand around while men abuse you or, or women get raped or anything like that, man. But this third and fourth wave feminism, it's a fucking joke, dude. And uh, I don't give a fuck who hears me say it. You know, I got people like, oh, you're a business owner, this and that, this and that. Yeah, again, money is not going to dictate my personal convictions, dude. Fuck that. Like, I don't care if I'm a business owner, dude. If you're doing some shit that's wrong and you're trying to get, like, an okie doke over on somebody, like, I'm not going to stand around and just shut the fuck up about it. Right now, particularly with the way our country's going right now, wrong time to be shutting your fucking mouth. Yeah, that's how— Shit is melting. It's
1: very strange. And that's where, like, I don't know. I don't know. It just—it's— there's so much happening, it's hard to even keep up with what's worth your attention. You know, what's worth giving your attention to. Um, yeah, I'm feeling it. Like, I don't even know what to be for or against at this point. That's but you mentioned something, though, before we started that I still, like, I want you to explain. You said George Floyd knew the guy who had his knee on his neck?
0: Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to say before I say that is, is not knowing what to believe, this and that. That's why it's really, really important for people to know who the fuck they are. Like it's I'm, Because if you know who you are, you know who the world is around you. You don't need like definitive proof if you have this gut feeling that somebody's doing scandalous shit. I'm not saying to do anything mean or vicious to them. But keep your eye on them. If you know, if you know who the fuck you are, you know your surroundings. because you and your consciousness plays a heavy part on your surroundings, on the way you interpret your surroundings. So that's why meditation is so important. and, and, and you know, being healthy is, is so important and disciplining yourself and challenging yourself and, and all that shit, man. Like if you know who the fuck you are, then you'll know who the world is around you, and it makes you a lot more aware because then you're not following these these crowds blindly into in all their fucking virtue signaling or their, their, their social justice causes or you know supporting destructive shit. you know, shit that, like seems at the surface like it's really good and that it's for the best of humanity, but then lo and behold, you find out later. It's really fucking destructive to us and and it's really we're just helping an army of darkness. so uh apparently, and this is according to the I forget her name, I think it was uh, something Santa Maria, this nightclub owner out there in in Minnesota, she said that uh, what was his name Derek Chauvin and uh, George Floyd worked security at her club for 17 years. And they worked together. Um, she said they worked in different parts of the club, but that that they worked together, you know, same times. So um, they had to have known each other. She said they knew each other, right? They worked together for 17 years. So um, there's that, and then there's like, you got the pictures of Derek Chauvin online, where he's got his knee in, in George Floyd's neck, and then the picture of his mugshot. It looks kind of like a different dude. You know, his face is shorter, his his hairline looks different. The eyes look pretty similar, and the mouth looks pretty similar. But you know, there's other features that look different. But then there's this other picture of this actor from this. This show, some reality show about a taxi cab, and it looks exactly like Derek Chauvin. And then you got to take into consideration—I know
1: what—I know that guy though. He's a comedian. Yeah. he's like a stand-up comedian. That guy with the show.
0: They, they look exactly alike, huh?
1: They look similar. They look really fucking similar. I, I I'm not saying
0: that that's that guy, but I'm saying he—they do. And have knowing similarities. all the psyops they play on us, dude. Yeah. Like all the numerology and the squad cars that were there, the fact that, um, you know, they were filming from one angle and then they said that there was photographs and filming from another angle and that there wasn't really people on the street from one angle, that they, they felt like it was edited in or something. The, the guy's badge number was, was 0187 or 1087, which is the code for murder. And the police and then the arresting officers weren't the officers that, that wound up, you know, in the presence while Derek Chauvin killed him. The people that got out of the the, the the ambulance had fucking, you know, body armor on underneath it and pistols. They looked like fucking cops. Nobody checked his pulse. Nobody administered CPR. Nobody did. They just they just flopped his ass over and, and slammed him into the fucking uh, ambulance and took off. Then they tell us he didn't die on the scene; he died later. Um, there's just all kinds of really interesting shit going on, man. And then, and then knowing that you know George Floyd had a criminal history, that he got pulled over for a, you know a low-level crime. Nobody deserves to get murdered in cold blood by a fucking police officer on the street. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, brown, red. whatever you are, nobody deserves to get murdered like that in cold blood. Unfortunately, there does seem to be a systemic uh, racist thing going on in the police force, and I think that has to do with uh, Freemasonry and the fact that the KKK is, is aligned in with Freemasonry. And, and all these secret societies, and, and, and I've said it before, you know, all these secret societies, they they revolve around black magic and Satanism, and that's just a fact. Whether people at low levels of the Freemasons understand that or not, the high levels do understand that, and that's what this is about. And, you know, I and, and I said it, you know, well over a year ago, I said— um, you know, you look at the, fr- the 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 KKK. They're wearing the same symbols the Rosicrucians are wearing. The same thing that the that the um, that the Templars are wearing. Those symbols. They're burning effigies. They're doing ritualistic sacrifices. They're murdering people. They're they're called the Grand Wizard and the Grand Dragon. Well, what the fuck are wizards? They're magi's. And who the fuck is the dragon? The dragon is is the beast in the Bible. And, you know, so I deciphered a lot of this a long time ago, and then I heard this this black dude, young Pharaoh, Pharaoh Aten, on on, uh, on YouTube, who I follow, you know, breaking it all down, you know, recently in the last month or something, and I was like, see, that's where, when I know that the shit that I'm saying, I, I know that, you know, human nature is a reflection of mother nature, so... If I get a confirmation about my my thoughts and, and the things that I you know come into a, a awareness of on my own, and people will will go through those thoughts, then I know okay, cool, bam, that's all the proof that I needed. There it is. But being somebody that studied the occult forever, like I mean, it wasn't hard for me to just decipher the ritualistic banners of the KKK, knowing that you know they're they're aligned with you know, the rest of these secret societies. Um, and, uh, you know, fucking the whole George Floyd thing, No one that, you know, as somebody who's not a registered voter, you know, I don't have a, a foot in the race. Um, I, I just, but I do, I'm pretty outspoken about the way that I feel about the, the the now current Democratic Party, which I feel like is just totally out of its fucking mind. I mean, you can look at people like Jimmy Dore and Joe Rogan, and and I can listen to the, you know them and, and and the things that they say, but they're they're classic liberals. At least they have some some rationale and sensibility behind a lot of the things they say. But for the most part, I mean, the left has just lost their fucking heads. And knowing that Derek Chauvin worked for a Democratic police commissioner, under a, a Democratic district attorney, under a Democratic mayor under a Democratic governor in a Democratic state, I mean, that right there tells you, knowing that the Democrats started the KKK to fucking terrorize black people into voting Democrat because a lot of people don't know the Republican Party was started by majority of blacks, and the Republican Party had high-level black politicians, governors, senators, you know, things in their party that were, were black Americans uh, in the 1800s. The, yeah, the I de- saw that. Yeah, the, the Democratic F- Party didn't have any black governors or district attorney or senators or any high-level blacks in their party until I think it was like 1993 or something. But they want you to believe that the party switched platforms. Bullshit. They switched platforms. Where did Rodney King happen? L.A., a Democratic city under a democratic governor right it's like it's just like coincidentally again i'm not a registered voter so for all you people that have aversions to facts because your party you're, you're aligned to your party i mean it's time to wake up dude this is not the time to just be blindly following shit because there's there's clearly a political motivation behind everything that's happening currently in our country without a doubt you know, the, the Democrats just constantly seem to be abusing their authority, and they seem to be behind all this scandalous, scheming, dark shit for some reason. And I grew up in L.A. You know, I would have always, like, I would have always lean towards the classic liberalism. But, man, even, like, listening to, like, You know, like, I was, like, tried to listen to Jimmy Dore's podcast the other day, and I I turned it off within, like, 10 minutes because, you know, I get it, man. Nobody wants to see cops murdering people on the streets, right? I don't want to fucking see that. I think it's fucking ridiculous. It's clearly an abuse of power, right? Right. Yeah. But here's something to take into consideration, man, and I'm going to give you a couple examples. I'm going to ask you, in the last ten years, how many times have we seen cops fly off the handles and beat a black person up or a person of any color up on video? A few, more than a few. I mean, yeah. I when Obama was president, I mean, it was like once a week. Facebook was doing a drop. Oh, you mean
1: overall. Overall, in the last yeah, in like the
0: last dozen in last ten years, for sure. Yeah, it was like once a week when Obama was president. Nobody likes to talk about that though, Uh, but yeah, there was more black killings under police when Obama was president than any other fucking time in history. It was crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, man, like so, we've seen multiple videos of cops beating the shit out of somebody because they talk back or because they refuse to give them a lot. Right. Right. It's like, so right there, you know, Hey man, some of these cops are really dangerous, right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, right there, you're like, okay, cool. Well, it's like if we go on a hike into a forest or if we go to the zoo or whatever, we're not going to jump in the fucking, in the tiger cage because we want to pet the tiger and cuddle with the tiger. Go pet the tiger, get her arm ripped off, and then and then go running up to the zookeeper saying, oh my God, I just jumped in that tiger cage to pet the tiger. All I wanted to do was cuddle it and it ripped my arm off. You need to kill that violent tiger. It's like, dude, that's a fucking tiger. So human beings like to think that, they, that natural law doesn't apply to them. What we witness are patterns in nature, whether it happens, again, I've said human nature is mother nature period. We don't get to escape natural law. You can argue with this all fucking day long. You're just going to keep getting your feelings hurt and you're going to keep winding up being a victim. So what happens is is we see these cops getting violent and we fucking ignore it. And we either we want to show off to our friends or we feel like it's all right to do this, all right to do that. And I'm an ex-con, dude. I'm somebody who's got my ass beaten handcuffs by cops a few times, right? On the streets and in jail behind bars a few times in both places. I'm a different person than I was back then, but that doesn't mean that I didn't experience those things. I've also been pulled over multiple times by cops for doing illegal shit and they let me go. right? So that right there tells me not all cops are bad cops. But it also tells me that if I get pulled over by a cop, I should watch the way that I speak to a cop. Yes, sir. No, sir. Try not to be too scared. Maybe joke around a little bit, you know, because they're used to people being scared. They're used to people giving them an attitude. It's very rare that they pull over someone who's calm and jokes around with them. So when cops pull me over and I'm calm and I joke around with them, those are usually the times that I get let go. Imagine that. And so, what, what our job is, is to not be in interactions with police officers, number one. Number two, I've seen this fucking video of this old man get pushed over by a cop yeah, and get it. his fucking head. And it was horrific, man. Right. Horrible. Horrifying. But how did that happen? Number one. What the fuck is an elderly man doing at a protest knowing that we've seen a lot of these protests get violent and people start throwing bricks and looting and shooting and all kinds of shit? So that right there says to me, this old man is already going out on a limb going to a protest. I don't give a fuck about what your rights are as a protester. We've seen the videos. We know it's dangerous. So the old man shows up to a protest. That right there is fucking what the fuck in my book, right? <laughs> Number two, you got riot cops, which are known for their violence. They don't show up unless they're going to get violent. He goes up to the cops when they're walking full force forward and start touching on one of these riot cops, gets knocked to the ground, and gets his head split open. Now, I'm not making excuses for this cop because that video fucking... I was just as enraged as anyone else. It pissed me off. And then after I calmed down, logic and rationale set in. What the fuck was that old man doing at that protest? Why the fuck did he go up and touch that cop? Right? He could barely walk. He could barely walk. He had a cane. He was like well, just six-inch steps. And now they're saying even that was fake. That they had like some fucking blood thing, this Fake blood thing pump underneath his mask connected to his ear. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's all these different psyops going on, man. I don't know if it was fake. I'm just throwing that out there, letting you guys know, hey, this is out there, too. Right? So then you find out, you know, so people, back to this really quick. A lot of these interactions with police officers could be prevented. People don't have to interact with cops. And if you do interact with cops on the streets, mind your business. Watch how you talk to these police officers. Don't be running your mouth in in an aggressive fashion. If you want to say, hey, you know, officer, I don't really feel like that's fair, this and that. You know, after you've you've kind of like, see if you know yourself, then you're gonna know whether or not it's a violent cop or not. See, most people don't know themselves they are trying to show off for their fucking friends or they're trying to to prove something to themselves. See, I don't have anything to prove to myself. I've already been in all kinds of battles and I've you know I've already been tested in my life. I don't have anything to prove to myself. So when a cop comes up to me, I know he's probably just trying to do his job and you know, hey, man. So, but now if a cop shows up to my house and they're going to do some unlawful shit, hey, I'm going to be a totally different beast in that situation. You know what I mean? I know what type of bullshit these guys, like Bill Gates and all these motherfuckers, Agenda 21, where they want to vaccinate the fucking country and, and put us on lockdown and do all this shit. That's different. That's when I'll fucking go down banging, dude. Straight the fuck out. But on the streets, you know, I'm not going to run up on a cop and start screaming. Did you see that video of that other dude that fucking, there was a fucking, there was an army of fucking riot cops and this protester, this lone protester, goes running up on the cops, starts yelling at the cops and has his arms out like, what the fuck? One of them, like, like the cops maces him from like 10 or 15 feet away and the guy just stands there with the nose in his face for, like, another five seconds. And then, like, five seconds after he gets—see, five seconds after this motherfucker gets maced, somebody shoots him in the face with a a riot grenade. And it's like, number—here you go. I'm going to tell you a few things. Oh number one, what the fuck are you doing running up on an army of violent police officers for? There's, there's your first mistake. Number two, you run up on the cops and you open your arms and start yelling at them. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? You get maced. Okay? Not surprising. And then after you get maced, you just stand there. Dude. So you made like ten different mistakes. Conscious decisions. Conscious conscious decisions. After you got maced, you should have took off running. Then you get shot in the face with a grenade and everybody's, oh, these fucking abusive cops. It's like, Dude, the cops showed up because the crowds were out of control, number one. And this guy just proved the crowds were out of control by running up on the cops. No, should the cops react that way? Fuck no. But I'm not surprised. We've seen a hundred videos of these cops reacting this way a hundred times. And people are ignoring this shit and then acting surprised when the fucking tiger attacks them and rips their fucking arm off. It's like, dude, wake up. Quit being victims. If you want to be a victim, that's what you're going to attract into your life. You want to play victim all the time? Guess what? You're going to get victimized. That's the energy you're attracting into your life,
1: right? No, yeah, that's right. I actually there's a great I can tell you a great story. Um, the job I used to be at work at was a short term or uh, medium stay mental health rehabilitation center for teenagers, teenage guys. And I told you this story. There's a kid there who had the the most deeply ingrained victim mindset of anyone I've ever met. He thought he thought everyone picked on him. Uh-huh. He thought everyone there was his bully. And what he did he got so there was one kid who was typical kind of like 17 year old athletic jock kid he's you know he's he jokes around he'll you know call him a name and kind of haze him a bit typical nothing beyond a typical teenage boy being kind of a ball
0: buster yeah that's
1: all he was doing this kid flies into a tailspin he starts crying everybody hates me and what does the facility do they go you know what he he needs some some time to process this trauma So we're going to put him on a one to one And we're going to just change his schedule So that he doesn't have to be around all these guys And he can just focus on himself We tried that for a week We did that for a week a One week, a full week By himself, all day he gets to have a full staff Full staff Escorting him alone And he gets to pout all day about how everybody hates him Boo, boo, boo Wine, 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 poor me Finally he a week later I'm on shift it's at night so there's no other staff on there's no other administrators it's just it's just people in my position and he comes into the main room and he sees this kid who is getting under his skin right he's he goes off he goes, I can't look at him get him out of this room he he hates me he wants to fight me I'm going to fight him blah 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 and Drama this kid's clean. just laughing He's just like, oh my gosh. And everybody's laughing at him because he's doing exactly, he's doing it to himself. Yeah. So I go, hey, let's go outside. So this kid follows me outside and I go, what is the matter with you? He goes, this, he, we'll call him Steve. Steve's just, he, he, he hates me. He's getting everybody against me. I never, he, he's always picking on me. He did this and that. He did, and nobody cares. And I go, dude, you're doing this to yourself. You realize that? And he goes, you think I'm just making all this up? And I go, yeah, I do. He doesn't care about you. He does not care about you at all. When he goes to sleep at night, you don't even enter his mind. And here you are crying day in and day out. As a, And this kid was 19. And you're 19 years old. He's 16 or 17. And I go, you're in college. And you're crying yourself to sleep at night because he called you be a cook. and I'm like dude you need to straighten yourself out and he starts crying you you're just like everybody else you I, I'm never I'm always picked on I'm always the butt of the joke I'm this and that and I go listen man Your life is going to be this hard for the rest of it if you don't change something and he goes well, what do I have to do And I said you need to confront him You need to walk up to him and go hey man it really hurt my feelings when you said that. Why did you say that? Have the conversation. Just get through it. All I'm, t- all I'm asking you to do is talk to him. Take some initiative because I'm sick of sitting here walking you around like you're some toddler not to put your hand on some stove because it's hot. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that anymore. And he's like beside himself, right? And this kid has some, had some serious trauma in his life. There are reasons that he acts yeah. this way. But he needed somebody to say, suck it up man suck it up being a victim for the rest of your life is going to get you nowhere yeah. but feeling sorry for yourself and it took about an hour of me t- telling him this and he did not like it he did not like me in the moment but i convinced him to be willing to confront this guy who by the way he was terrified of he had built him up to, in his mind to be this monster who wanted to kill him and I finally convinced him to to be willing to talk to him. So I went up to the main house. I said, "You wait here. I'm gonna be right back." I went up to the main house and I grabbed this Steve guy and I go, "Hey, we're going outside and we're gonna squash this beef with this other guy right now. And I, and I, you're gonna listen to him too." And I'm talking to him like this because everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to talk to. Oh me. Yeah. yeah. Poor little yeah. thing. Oh, poor Would little. you please consider having a conversation? I said. I said. I didn't say that. I said, "Listen, you're coming outside right now." We're, I'm sick of this. We're yeah, squashing yeah. the beef. So we walk outside. This kid's visibly shaking. He's visibly shaking. And then I go, here's the deal. We're going to talk. It's just the three of us. I go, you're going to say your piece. Steve, you're going to say your piece. We're going to shake hands, and we're going to go about our business. So one of you guys start. And the kid go sh- shaking. You can hear it in his voice just shaking. He goes, man, it really – made me upset when you did those things and said those things and this is why it hurt my feelings and I overreacted and I'm sorry for what I said to you but why did you say that those things you said to me and the kid goes man honestly I didn't even realize that it upset you that way I didn't realize you had that history because what was said was something this kid was just making a flippant joke but that the other guy that I've been talking to who's been crying had a very serious traumatic experience as a child around what that joke was about. The the, kid, the the other guy didn't know that. Yeah. But he let that freaking fly him off into space land where he has a whole world of monsters yeah. that don't exist. Yeah. And he explained that. And the guy goes, dude, I'm so sorry. I did not even know. I did not even realize. I'm really sorry, man. And he goes, I accept your apology. And... It means a lot that that you do that. And I go, look, dude, your problems are solved now. You went, you've been going a week crying, taking extra meds. They've been prescribing him extra meds.
0: Oh yeah, don't face your problems, bury them.
1: And that day we squashed it, dude. He didn't have another problem with another person in the house after that. And it's, dude, it goes back to the victim thing. If you're, if you think you're a victim, you are. You are.
0: One hundred percent. If you think you, you, you're a you victim, are whatever you you, think are.
1: you are, and that's not to say that you haven't. There's not reality to you being victimized by something. I've yeah. been a, I've been the victim Me of too. things. Shit. You've been the victim of things, but the mindset of but I choose not to be
0: a victim in light of what happened is a is a decision. And if you're a victim, the the way to get out of that shit, if if you feel like you're a victim, isn't that? I feel like people that play that card, they have too much fucking time on their hands. They're not working out. They're not going to counseling. They're not studying things they need to do. You know, you, you got to get involved in projects, art, whatever it is. Like, you have to do things that are extraordinary. You can't just be ordinary and be a victim. You want to come out of that, you, you got to do shit that... That will help you feel like more than a human, not just your, your average abused human, you know, and they do that with dogs, you know, training dogs, you know what I mean? Like abused, neglected dogs. You got to do s- super dog stuff with them. You got to walk them more. You got to play fetch yep. with them more. You got to discipline them more. You got to give them more treats. You got to distract them more. You got to yeah. do all this shit with yeah. them. And what does that do? It builds up the confidence of the dog. Or it tones down the aggressiveness right. or the fear because that that's that's what it is. Back to nature. Right? right. Human then, nature, mother I'm, nature.
1: And I'm living the dog situation you just that's I a know. great analogy. I have a dog that I, I he's a full blooded German shepherd from a working breed line who was born with a neurological condition that affects his eyesight, so he failed out of his testing and ended up in the shelter for a year and a half. We adopted him after a year and a half in the shelter with no behavioral training. He was He's a dog that is physically as able as any other dog in the world. I mean, he is an athletic,
0: strong,
1: physically capable dog.
0: But he but got them damn googly eyes. He's got
1: googly eyes, and he doesn't have any like concept of behavioral training. So what that means is there are times... You're exactly right. I have to I have to walk him four miles a day, two miles in the morning, two miles in the evening. I have to have like structured play time with yeah. him in the daytime. He doesn't get to have toys unless I have given him a toy and it's for 30 minutes or less and then the toy goes away because he's got to learn these boundaries because he's a wild animal at this point. He doesn't he understand how to process his what his life too. is. And then the second thing is when he does something really wrong, saying no... Does not compute so there are times where I've got to lay his ass out like the other day the other day he um Forget what it was. He was freaking out and I couldn't get his attention like we he was freaking out on the leash and I could not get his attention at all And so I grabbed him. I bent down. I grabbed him by the side of his face I flipped him on his side and I pinned him on the ground and I just freaking squeezed up his face like that He yelped once And he freaking settled down.
0: Exactly. He needed. Yeah, because you. He chilled.
1: I held him there for probably four minutes, and he and he tried to get up a couple times, and I just freaking laid that grip down on him, and he realized I can't bite this guy, and I can't go anywhere. He's my. He's the alpha. I've had to do that just a couple times, but it's. I'm not saying that that is what is required for a person, but. Sometimes hey man,
0: I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it is dude. I don't give a fuck
1: what anybody says it could be for sure i and as someone you know who trains I mean? martial arts I actually feel strongly about that But in this case with this kid he had been coddled by everyone his whole life who Validated his feeling of being a victim hoping that he would somehow work his way out of it and what he needed was somebody to go Hey, dude stop Yeah, stop doing
0: that. Yep. and it worked You know another thing too that I feel like with with particularly today's generation too, is this is the generation of reality TV. So let's just yeah. think about the way people act in reality TV. They make all kinds of drama up for this, the littlest bullshit. Yeah. And, and you know, so it's like these fucking little fucking, that's why microaggressions are so big now. You know what I mean? It's a Let,
1: sensationalization yeah, it's of a, your life. You're
0: fucking bored. You, you, you know. You, and and again too, like with a lot of these people that like jump into all these causes, or they, you know. And I'm not saying that everybody that jumps into these causes isn't genuine, because I believe a lot of people are genuine, dude. Nobody likes no no good human likes racism. Okay, no good human likes racism. Right. And 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 the fact that people are trying to convince us that that racism is at its worst point in history. I look at this shit and I'm like you guys are a bunch of fucking spoiled brats. Like so many of us come from multicultural families, uh have multicultural uh, groups of friends, have, you know, you know a lot of us have had uh, you know, girlfriends or have girlfriends of different nationalities that we fucking loved and and it's just like it's like so it's like somebody that has everything, but nothing's ever good enough. And again, I, I understand why people fucking really feel strong about this because racism is horrifying, dude. It's fucking terrible. It's not fucking cool, dude. Um, but at the same time, uh, we just had a black president um, and a lot of these like, The police shootings that get popularized and things like that, a lot you find out they they'll show you just a portion of the videos and then you find out later somebody grabbed for a gun, or or somebody did this, or the cop asked him for a minute or two before they fucking shot him to stop, put that down, you know, and then you find out later that it wasn't a a racially motivated. Killing that the, the cop was like pleading and begging or the guy grabbed for the gun or, you know, and, and then there is times when cops are doing racial shit, but like, let's not fucking lie and say every one of these killings is racially motivated. They're not. Let's be honest. Does the cop have a history of systemic cop? shop have a history of systemic racism sure absolutely 100 percent. as i said it's a masonic organization and and the, the fucking kkk is linked in with the masons and it's also again was started by the democratic party why people are under this illusion that the democrats are here to save humanity from racism when they started out off racism that's like give me a fucking break dude i'm not going to listen to the nazis about how to treat jews properly OK, like, why the fuck would I listen to the ex party of the KKK or the party that started the KKK? Bullshit. That's
1: a good. You mentioned a good point, And that's something I actually brought up to somebody recently. Ab- about, and I'm not a voter about um, what makes it racist. I, w- I wasn't convinced from the beginning that it was that the video of George Floyd being murdered was necessarily racist. I no, mean, it was just a horrifying what, murder. What makes it racist? Because it can't just be the fact that a white person killed a black person. Because people kill people all the time of different, and it doesn't matter. If he killed a woman, would that mean he's a misogynist? Yeah. If he killed a, if he killed like, like I don't know, whatever. If he had killed, you know, whatever, does it does it necessarily make him whatever? It looks on the face like there's motive. There has to be motivation in order for something to be something else. So, in order for it to be a racist incident, it needs to be that that guy who killed him killed him because he's black. Well, here you go. Which may be true. Let me say that too. It, it could be true. It could 100%. be one hundred percent. But it's not necessarily evident yeah. just from the video. Yeah. It just.
0: Yeah, there was an it's Asian cop there. There was a minority you know, and it looked like there might have been a Latin cop. I don't I don't know for sure, but but here's this too. Derek Chauvin's neighbors didn't know he was a cop. That's fucking weird, right there. Well, we didn't know he was a cop. Huh. That's fucking weird. Okay? I didn't know that. Um supposedly they pulled George Floyd over for uh was it uh Fake $20 bill. Yeah, exactly. Fucking uh, fake $20 bill. The club they worked for, the owner, was, I believe she was Peruvian. Peru is known for having a lockdown on the most high-level counterfeiting of bills in the world. I was— So, people are now kind of trying to connect the dots that Chauvin— and Floyd might have been working together as homies. Some people think Floyd was a, was a mason as well. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I'm just putting out what I've heard, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know if it's true. I'm just I'm just throwing out what I've heard, so that they might have been working together because they've been working together in this club for years, and uh, that uh, that they'd been working together in this counterfeiting operation. That Floyd might have done something stupid and they were going to bring heat on the Minneapolis police or whatever. Because it was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, right? right? Um, which is already known. Like if they weren't known as shady cops before this, now they're known as shady cops. Because they let their police department get burnt down. And my, my crazy conspiracy theorist mind goes to why? Why? Why'd they let that happen? Were they trying to burn evidence? You know, Mm -hmm. what the fuck were they doing? You know, why did they let their cop cars get burnt? Why did they let these people do this shit? Why were people dropping off crates of bricks all over town? Oh, well, it was for a new construction site thing. I used to do construction. I have never, ever in the history of doing construction... Or walking all over cities, all over America, ever seen a random pallet of bricks sitting anywhere? Bricks are like 2 to $3 a piece. That's money sitting on the side of the road. Bullshit. That shit was strategically placed there. Now, is it possible that the club owner, who was Peruvian, had some kind of fucking in on this counterfeiting thing, and then fucking on top of that, Floyd and Chauvin... We're also in on this counterfeiting thing, and Floyd did some shit that was going to bring down some heat down on the police department, and, and fucking they had to silence his ass or some shit. I don't know. It's possible. Crazier shit has happened. Uh, you know, and, and for those of you that don't believe conspiracies, again, conspiracies are nothing more than corruption. There is corruption all throughout this country and all throughout the history of this country. And that goes back to the KKK and racism itself. Racism a lot of time is just engulfed and entrenched in corruption. And I've said this recently multiple times, and I'm going to say it again. Right now, the level of racism at this country is at an all-time low. Uh, Is racism real? 100% it's real. I I do not deny that. Systemic racism, 100% real. I do not deny that. And I believe the black community deserves our support because I believe there is a genetic memory in each and every single one of us human beings. And there is PTSD, PTSD, right? Mm -hmm. Post-traumatic stress disorder in the genetic memory of the black community. And we need to honor that. And we need to come to our black brothers and sisters. Uh, We need to have their backs. They should be getting... There should be like massive counseling programs for our black brothers and sisters out there that feel like they need it to help them through this shit. Right? But at the same time, we also need to realize when it comes to racism, if you're a racist, your fifth problem is racism. The first four problems that that that's like the catalyst to your racism right there racism is like your fifth problem you're stupid you're ignorant you're violent you're 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 you know what i mean there's there's so racism affects a small percentage of society in both the white the black the brown the red communities when you meet racists they're just fucking assholes in generals right? right they got a fucking slew of problems so we're never going to completely end racism because we can't completely end stupidity or drug addiction or any or violence or bullying or any of these other problems. So these are the problems that affect racism. And this is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. At this point in our history, racism is a tool used by the higher-ups. So for me, in my perspective, racism is the fall guy for classism. And we're going to see this on a large scale. We're already seeing it. So they go from the the, the coronavirus to this racism racism thing now. You can't protest to keep your job and feed your family. Oh, but you don't got to worry about the virus because protest and racism kills the virus. And you can go out and you can protest for Black Lives Matter, who is a fucking George Soros leftist-funded organization it only shows up when cops are killing criminals. They don't show up in Chicago when, you know, 50 or 20 people, black people get killed in Chicago over the weekend, but they'll show up during a random, you know, a cop killing a criminal on the side of the road. It's like, where are you guys when the real racist shit is happening or, or when the real trauma to the black community is happening? Oh, Jeremy, you're a white guy. You're white privilege. This and that. Okay, news flash, guys. My great-grandfather came from the Canary Islands. His mother is mulatto. The Canary Islands are off the coast of Morocco. Geography lesson, that's Africa for you guys that don't know. So my grandma look my great grandma looks half black. Straight out. Uh, and my dad's mom was born on an Indian reservation in Tama, Iowa. The Muscogee Indian Reservation, Sac and Fox, French Indian Wars. For those of you guys that don't know, I did years of Native ceremonies. So I'm not speaking from the perspective of a white guy. I'm speaking from the perspective of a woke guy. That's like, guys, this is psychological warfare. You're getting played, and the and, and 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 the and and the and the people at the top, the people at the top, those guys are using racism as a tool for classism. Like like Sam Tripley says, uh black and native history is going to be everyone's future or white people's future. Cuz motherfuckers ain't learning. That's that's just it. And when the blacks got here, the irish were the slaves. Again, because the Irish were the lower class. Classism, guys. It's psychological warfare. People are getting tricked. All these causes. I get it. You, you love people. Research your causes, dude. Don't let your friends on social media or, or, or your fucking mainstream media people. These guys all have narratives at this point, particularly in election season. But at any point from now on, everything is political, everything, everything popularized. It's political. And every bit of media that isn't from a private journalist, everything. There's a hidden agenda. I'm telling you now, there is all kinds of shit. We don't know about this George Floyd, Derek Chauvin thing, dude. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. dude. You know what else to your point of everything's political?
1: I have a friend who is a very bright person, very smart. He got mad at me because I, because I made a post because I have so many people in my life who just, they hear what CNN or Fox news has to say and they take it as the absolute bottom line truth. And what this guy? So I made a post. I made a post that said, essentially, look, I don't. Does the does the government want to protect you? Uh, you know, a I e COVID nineteen lockdown. So does the government want to protect you? That's why they locked you down and said you can't go to work. Or do they not care about you? because they're racist and want to kill black people like which is it does the government care and they're good or is the government bad and they they don't care because it can't be both it literally cannot be both the government can't at one time say we care about everybody we want to save lives and everybody goes the government loves us let's stay home for this lockdown and then in the next month all of a sudden the government's the bad guy because they're murdering black people like is are they good or are they bad yeah, are they good or are they bad? So I made a post criticizing the media, like, "Hey, the media is garbage. The mainstream 100%. media is garbage. They nothing they say matters. It doesn't. Nothing they say is the truth. They're all a bunch of freaking. It's all a power game. It's all about who's on their team and who they want to win anything." And I had a friend go, "You can't say that because that sounds like something Donald Trump would say." And I was like, "So, so." whether or not it's true it doesn't matter it's because you think that sounds like something Trump would say whether or not it's true doesn't matter it sounds like something Trump would say therefore you shouldn't say it I was like dude Trump derangements and I don't even yeah. like I don't even like Trump I know in in the conspiracy world too Trump has kind of become kind of a good guy in my opinion 15 years with Epstein whether or not he cut ties or not that's long enough 15 years is long yeah. enough for me to go no 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 you may not be in the, on the same bad guy team as Hillary, but you're still not on the good team, still not on the good team. And that's my opinion on him. Yeah. And that is, and, but Trump derangement syndrome is real. Yeah, People really have been convinced by the media that Trump is as bad as any dictator ever in the history of the world and it's just not true.
0: It's not true. Not not as far as a president goes. Um it's, it's just know, not it, it's, true. B- what you know, you got the Bushes, the Clintons, and Obama, all a bunch of warmongers murdering all kinds of people all over the country, getting popped for bringing drugs into the fucking country, uh doing all this scandalous fucked up shit and um when 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 you when you break when you compare—you do comparison with Trump with all these other presidents. Again, not a registered voter. Um, Trump's guilty of hurting people's feelings. Yeah, and he's— puts. A, that's it. He's that, puts that's his, what he's guilty of. He's guilty of hurting people's feelings.
1: In his presidency, yeah. So he's guilty of that. He's guilty of being a freaking—putting his foot in his mouth— yeah. He he's guilty of grandstanding. I mean, he said some stupid shit lately. He he said recently, George Floyd is probably looking down on us and smiling because the unemployment is going down. It's like, did he really? He said that. that. He oh. said that. It's like, wow, you fucking you. him and Joe Biden are going oh neck
0: and neck. Gosh,
1: he's such an
0: idiot. If you don't vote for me, but,
1: you but, ain't black. He's a, he's an example of a non. Non-politicians get slick with their language. They're, They're so slick sorry. with their language. They're like slick, like the the silver tongue of a snake, man. They're just slick. Trump just doesn't have that built into him. He's not a politician. He hasn't had to be the guy who says just enough that it's vague enough that he can't get in trouble for it. So he just, you know, his power game, the people he's linked up with, the shady shit he's done, part of his, you know, problem in the world of elites is he doesn't have that silver tongue quite like the other people do where they can convince everybody that they actually are a good guy. Obama did that. Yeah. Everybody always said, Oh, he's such a good talker. And he was, he could talk, man. That's what
0: psycho. That's what psychopaths do. They, they, they mimic their actors. They mimic the, 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 the traits of good people in order to fool people and, and knowing that our country is a descendant of the Roman Empire, Rome being a a, uh, a, uh, a country of actors and plays and theatrics, um, you know, we got the same thing, you know and, and I've always I say it, you know our, our politicians have the constitutions of serial killers.
1: Yeah, right. Imagine this. Think about this. Tell me what you would do
0: rubbing shit in your face
1: in town We're living in town, and I know there are some bad guys in town, right? Yeah, there's some bad guys in town You know that I have the authority to go, you know what? Screw it, man I'm gonna start dropping bombs all over this town until I kill that bad guy and I start dropping bombs and and your aunt gets blown to bits in the house your sister gets blown to bits in the house. Your grand I'm I'm killing all kinds of civilians looking for this supposed bad guy. Would I be in trouble for that? Would you think I should be in trouble for Bob, doing that? Yeah. Obama dropped this is a tr- you can look this up. So your listeners go check this out. Obama under his administration as commander in chief dropped enough explosives from the sky on Yemen, Oman, and the Middle East throughout his presidency that if that you spread them out he dropped a bomb on civilian territory once Every 20 minutes that he was in office for eight years Every 20 minutes a bomb drops and kills civilians
0: That's what he did well that that that's the thing is like people don't understand like again people that want to be in Positions of power it's so they can abuse their power Now, when dealing with these political figures, uh, unfortunately, a lot of them come from, you know, uh, satanic cult organizations. And I know that's really hard for people to grasp and understand and believe. Again, they're called secret societies, not societies. They're called secret societies, which means you don't know about them. Unless you really research them or study them. People leave breadcrumbs. Serial killers leave breadcrumbs. You you know how many people probably warned police officers and and, and other people about the the serial killers before these serial killers got caught? People knew these guys were scoundrels and scumbags. People didn't listen, so more people died and got murdered. And cops fuck up on shit like that all the time. Oh, well, we warned these guys about this guy, you know, that he did he got sexually inappropriate with my sister, and the cops just ignored it. And then he went out and he raped three more women and killed killed another. Right? And we hear about shit like this all the time. So, uh, with these politicians, with the, with the constitutions of serial killers, man, and knowing that they're cultists. These bombs, these are ritualistic sacrifices. Whether people want to admit that or not, just because you don't believe that doesn't mean these politicians don't believe that, right? So, and what do serial killers into? They're into fucking psychotic depravity, um, violent psychotic depravity, sexual psychotic depravity, emotional, mental, any type of psychotic depravity these guys are into. It doesn't make sense to the normal rational mind on every fucking level level look at Jeffrey Dahmer look at fucking uh, Richard Ramirez look at you know I mean these guys were doing just you know Carl Panzram any number of, of, of serial killers this is your politicians they have the power not to get caught or they have the power to get caught and not to get prosecuted unfortunately That's just the way that it goes. And the more that people deny this, and the more that people ignore this, the more that people try to act like they're too smart to get fooled, or that 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 couldn't happen, or they couldn't keep it a secret, or or there's no way. The more that people act like this, the more this is going to happen. I'm sorry. And you know what? Based on the fact that I know who the fuck I am, And that I've been warning people about this for the last two decades and people haven't been listening. And now all of a sudden it's happening everywhere from fucking Jeffrey Epstein to COVID to now uh, race wars on the streets. I'm like, all right, guys, do you think maybe it's time to start listening to conspiracy theorists? Hey, check this out. People don't want to listen, though. At any rate. I want to keep going but I got to wrap this up cuz I got yeah. to work in an hour. I was about to say. Um anyways guys, thank you for listening. Ross, you got anything to say?
1: Got nothing to say, man. Thanks for having me back.
0: Uh, Thanks for coming back. Had a great time. <laughs> we could have kept going. There's way more to talk about, okay. but uh you know, I got I got some shit I got to do. I want to thank you guys for listening. Um we'll uh we'll have some more good shit in the future. Uh, subscribe, leave me a, a comment if you like my shit Or a comment if you don't um, If you disagree, that's great Make sure that what you're saying is true Because feelings do not erase facts Feelings are temporary The truth is eternal That's natural law Thank you Goodbye